here in the VIP lounge. We get sexy sacks tonight because Let's the Phoenix go. Suns defeat the Denver Nuggets Let's in go. game four, 129 to 124. Woo. We've got ourselves a series, you guys. Oh man, but more importantly, what we do have is some sexy sacks. Hit it there. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That's some Shamit sacks right there. That is some Landry Shamit sacks. Keep it right going, there. Emma. Keep it going. We that gotta man. ride this out. Landry Shamit doesn't get enough love. I've been saying it all year. <laughs> Bro, I'm about to mute your fucking mic. Mute his mic, Emma. This is real time, real effing flowers for Landry Shamit, you guys. Hey, he was phenomenal. Landry Shamit showed up big time in this game on both sides. Oh. Defensively, fantastic. That fourth quarter shooting, outrageous. Listen, this is it, the Landry Shamit show, everybody. Welcome in. It started with his defense. His defense on on uh, Murray was phenomenal, uh, especially in that third quarter. You could just see him not wanting to give Jamal Murray any little inch. Mm -hmm. And credit to Jamal Murray for hitting some tough shots, but it was it was doing a job on him. And then. It just started raining Shamit threes, and I did Landry not, I did not Shamit know threes. how to react in this building. I, it was it the was, reaction it was, was just cheering and excitement, and Landry freaking Shamits. It was all around. That's what it was. Oh yeah. my goodness! So off the top, we got twenty bucks from two super chats because I have Landry Shamit. You gotta read them all because they're for you. First one is from Basketball Cthulhu. <laughs> Psycho Blue with a $10 donation. What you got for us? All right. B-Ball Cthulhu says, Landry have House Shamit and DeAndre of House Aiden are no longer apostates. Welcome back to the House of the Cursed Sun. Continue to help us all become solar. And then Pry Rush with a $10 super chat says, so all in all caps. So I'm going to read it in all yes. caps. So I need you to say sorry ASAP. <laughs> say Shamit is the freaking man. Say it. Say it. Say it, Saul. Say it. Landry Shaman was great tonight. <laughs> he was great tonight. I make no apologies for, for giving him a hard time for being bad before. But he was phenomenal tonight. He was phenomenal. Absolutely. He had four threes in that fourth quarter that really put the Suns over the edge. Because it did come down to the wire here. And without Landry Shamit knocking those three threes or those four threes down in the fourth quarter... We could be in a different situation. And we also talked a lot about needing somebody from the bench to step up big. I know coming into game four, a lot of the discussion around the Suns was somebody not named Devin Booker and Kevin Durant has to show up and have a pretty significant scoring night. And that person tonight was Landry Shamet. He had 19 points. He was six of nine from the field, five of eight from deep, and he had two, two buckets at the charity stripe. <laughs> <laughs> Love me a good Landry Shamit Listen, game. Landry just did it in so many different ways. He was, uh, like I said, both both sides of the ball. But the more important thing was when Landry hit that last three, it was like he exercised all of the demons. Like, listen. That had to feel so good for I, him. I mean, so right? Good. Like, when he got a chance to yell, like, in excitement and, like, just, I bet, I bet right now, I bet you right now, Landry Shamit, is in the locker room. He's sitting down. All his teammates are probably like, fuck yeah, they're so excited mm -hmm. for him because he's been through it. Um, and I, I bet you he just is like, oh, 
it just it just, just like it, a nice deep it breath. Just, it just feels good to finally get one. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. It's a it's a deep breath. And listen, I've been hard on him because he has not played very well. He hasn't shot the ball well. He looked like he didn't have confidence tonight. We saw a completely different Shamit, and I have no problem giving him some love because he does deserve it. He deserves it because of all the shit that he has been through. And I'm sure it's probably worse in his own head than anything any of us could have possibly said to him because he puts a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah. But damn it, sham it. Nice job, sir. <laughs> you love to see it. All right, we got more super chats for Landry here. So let's go through them. Cesar said, let me tell you, I never doubted Shamit for a second. <laughs> Lies. Eyeball emojis. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Frank, thank you for your super chat. Frank goes, I'm glad Saul and I were the only ones defending Shamit. The only ones, Frank, sir. if you don't send a super chat the back only... right now with my flowers <laughs> for defending Landry Shamit, ones, we're in a fight. Sir, you and I we both. were team Shamit from day one. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, Manuel Romero says, I'm truly happy for Landry Shamit, man. Yeah. Everyone, including me, thought dude was terrible and we're blasting Monty for playing him like he did, but they both proved us wrong tonight. Way to go, Sham. Wow. I will say this. I think there was a little bit of um, retribution from a lot of different circles, right? We'd all been clamoring for TJ and Terrence yeah. Ross to get some minutes. They both have been getting minutes. They both produced. Shamit got minutes. He produced. The bench fucking produced. The bench Everybody played been. at a very high level tonight. Uh, and, and objectively speaking, and you know, uh, one of my best friends that I served with, um, he's a Lakers fan, but he loves the Suns. He loves Devin Booker. And he was texting me, and he was just like, bro, this might be one of the better shooting games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This is a phenomenal it game. It was a fun game. Fun, fun game. Um, I think one of the things, too, is that when it comes to the bench, I wonder – oh, that's what it was I was going to go with. Do you think that because TJ Warren and Terrence Ross are now providing a little bit of umph off the bench scoring-wise, that Landry might feel like a little bit of the load is not on his shoulders anymore? That he can focus mainly on defense, and if offense comes, then offense comes. But he doesn't feel as much pressure because he knows he's one of the shooters out there, quote unquote. I don't know. Before we got TJ and Terrence, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. No? I just think it was more of just him just looking inside just feeling himself. Good. Yeah, like he was in a good rhythm tonight. Um, the shot was looking not as flat as it used to, so that was great. Like again, I don't know what Landry Shamit did before the game. But I'd highly recommend he do it again because it worked. It did. It absolutely worked. Okay, a couple more super chats here. Libertarian Sasquatch says, like I've always said, Shamit would win us a playoff game. <laughs> said no one ever. P.S. Sorry, Landry, for the slander. LOL. Well, Landry did. So there you go. Now you can start saying it. Sly, thank you for your super chat. Sly said, had to create a second account. DNVR canceled my OG account from there. Super chats. Also, assault is no joke. Hashtag suspend Jokic. Oh, that's too bad. That's a bummer. Um, but at least you got a second account, and we will get to that Jokic conversation here shortly. Uh, Surge Call, thank you for yours. Uh, I think this is the first timer of a super chat here with there us. You thank you, Surge. Said three game series now. Let's freaking Let's go. Go. And Let's then go. Uh, Landon sent us super chat, but I don't see. A comment with it. He probably said, I love Landry Shamit and everything he stands for. And I feel like Landon had something to say to you. Emma, can you go back and see if you can find Landon's second comment there that came with that? Because I feel like it was to Saul. There we go. But for real, Saul, what did you say when Shamit took that heat check three? <laughs> but for real, Saul, what did you say when Shamit took that heat check three? I, no, I was like, because he had hit 
what three or four in a row already yeah so when he took that heat check three i was like oh oh i was like oh yeah listen i was hyped i was so hyped was hype. you I was, was. Like, it was i was excited for him but like why wouldn't you be no oh, matter yeah. no matter listen i know it was all fun and games and gerald was giving everybody major grief on twitter i calling didn't see him defending Randy Sammer right here in this seat when i was going at him um but i will say it felt good, not only for Landry, and as someone who has been a pretty big supporter of Landry, I'm sure it also feels good for everyone else who has been, like, upset with Landry or not liking what Landry is bringing to the table. Like, this feels good all around because you can be happy for him, the basketball player. You can be happy for him, the person. And then you can be happy for yourself and your team because the Suns won because of it. Yeah. So you might be a little bit of a hypocrite, but it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. We'll, we'll allow you can that. still celebrate it. Like, listen, again, like this goes back to my to my pregame discussion about DA, right? Um, like, all because a guy's playing bad, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about them as a person. Mm-hmm. I am excited for Landry Shamit, the human being, to be able to have some success because I know he desperately needed it. He needed to see. Yeah. He just needed to get a couple wins. He did. You know, and he got those. And who knows? Maybe that's going to turn his whole thing around. Maybe he becomes you know, uh, a silent sniper off the bench now. And and because defensively, he can absolutely play. Offensively is where, you know, we've kind of missed the mark. And so good for him, good for this team to, listen, to bounce back after those two games and really seven games of just eh, basketball. Like not just, it just didn't feel high level. It didn't feel playoff level yet. Tonight. And and last game that we finally saw a little bit in tonight, especially that was Suns basketball. That was fun from beginning to end. Yes, absolutely. This was probably the best game we've seen all playoffs. Yes, a million percent. Like by far on both sides, because it was it was just such a fun game to watch. There were so many big moments in this on the court, little shenanigans on the side of the court, Man. things of that nature. We have a lot to unpack. We this have so game. much to unpack. <laughs> but I do just uh, one final time give a little bit of love to Landry Shaman. He is our PHN X Factor of the evening. Flowers to him for the phenomenal performance that he put on Deserves tonight. A slow clap. Yeah, that's go. a heart there for you, go. Landry Shaman. Heart for you over here at PHNX. <laughs> I've always had your back. Don't get me wrong on that one. All right, so the question is... <laughs> Do you want to talk? Lindsay, congratulations on your flowers. Thank you. Thank you for giving me <laughs> Nobody flowers. Nobody else wanted to give you flowers, I but I gave them to you. So I and I want my flowers them. for you giving can, you flowers. You don't have to give them to me. I'm going to take them. That's just how it goes. Okay, so the question now is do you want to talk about the kerfuffle that happened on the sideline, or do you want to talk about the incredible performance that we saw from Devin Booker? Because both took social media by storm tonight. Um, let's talk about, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Devin Booker because okay. there's other things to unpack with the Jokic there are and, and Ishbia thing. And I feel like that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna be a little while. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Devin Booker. Devin Booker finished tonight with 36 points and 12 assists. Another insane night from Devin Booker. We yeah. have seen so many of these throughout the playoffs. The theme of the evening on social media when it came to Devin was, I have no words. I don't know what to say anymore because everything we've already said up until this point, like what more can you say about this guy? Well, you can say more because uh, there's a tweet by good old Colin Coward uh, that uh, basically lines it all out. It says Devin Booker has to be the least discussed great player in this league. 
a million percent. Nobody talks about Devin Booker as one of the great guards in the NBA. Nobody talks. Everybody wants to compare Devin Booker to Spider Mitchell. Everybody wants to talk about Devin Booker in relation to Zach Levine or you name X superstar or a star star. Devin Booker is a superstar. Like he is the best two guard in the NBA. Undebatable. He's the best two guard. We saw a game with two of the top five players in the NBA. And I have no reservations about saying Devin Booker is a top five player in this league because very few guys can score with the efficiency that Devin Booker can in this league. That's, He's just that's the crazy unreal part. Unreal right now. Yeah. Unreal. That's the most insane part about it, too, is the efficiency, right? 12 or 14 of 18 tonight from the field, three of four Ridiculous. from deep. He did finally get to the charity stripe a little bit more tonight. He got there six times. There he had go. five five buckets from that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I do believe that Devin deserves more love from the national side of things. And I'm sure I would be shocked if this doesn't do it for the for him. I, I mean, you, you listen. Because there were questions ahead of time. Like, coming into these playoffs, you could say there were questions. Throughout this playoffs, these playoffs, I don't know that you can say that anymore. No, he's, he's been, taken it to such an elite level that you cannot throw those questions that you have constantly thrown out throughout the years about Devin Booker anymore. I, I, I'm going to say Devin Booker from the beginning of the playoffs to right now has been the very best player in the league. Yes. Point blank. Like best playoff performer in the league. I think Jokic has is right behind him. But because Jokic didn't have the best first round ever, um, that's why he's just a seed below. But I mean, Jesus 53 points by Jokic tonight. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker did everything he could in that third quarter to show out. And man, did he. And it's just so beautiful. When everything is clicking for Devin Booker, he makes it look so easy. And you know who else makes it look easy? The great ones. Kobe, Jordan, like Steph Curry, like those guys, LeBron. When they are in a groove, you just hope that they can slow down because you're not going to stop them. Right. And you saw the you saw the Nuggets both la- or Friday night and tonight throw different defensive looks at Book, yeah. and none of it made a difference. They were like, it blows my mind that I anticipate outrageous shots from Devin to go in. Yeah, yeah, a like, million percent. When he misses a shot that should be that any other player should miss, I get mad at him because I'm like, <laughs> I know you can make that. So why didn't you make that? Yeah, it's I, insane I, and it's so beautiful yeah. and it's so much fun to watch. And honestly, like we deserve this. Well, uh, thank, thank you, Devin, because I feel like we as Suns fans have had to deal with so much for so long. We deserve this. So thank you for providing. It's uh, it's very weird to be on this side of of the table because of two things. Number one, I feel like there's an argument to be made that we have the best player in the series. And number two. Um, a questionable sideline call could affect the series. And we've been on the opposite side of that. We and have. It's crazy. Yes. Devin Booker, though, again, the efficiency thing is is what separates him from everybody else right mm-hmm. now. 14 of 18, like you pointed out. He is he's almost as close to an automatic bucket that you could possibly get outside of the paint. Like, he's doing everything from the midi. Like, he had a couple threes tonight. Like, Man, he was just, he was fantastic. And everybody here obviously knows and loves Devin Booker. They appreciate him. I It, it does excite me. And I hope I get to see it tonight when I'm driving home or I watch Sports Center or whatever tomorrow morning. I want 
people to start to recognize that Devin Booker is him. Yeah. He deserves all the attention. And damn it, like, true hoopers love Devin Booker. I mean, the old saying is that everyone tweets out every time Devin has a good game, your favorite player's favorite player. Yeah. Like, that's who Devin is because that's that's how he plays. That's the way that it goes. Like, Devin Booker is just so much fun, and I'm glad that we have him on our team. And also, um, anybody who has given D-Book shit however many years ago for not being able to carry half a squad that's not even in the league anymore to 30 wins, like, you can suck it. I'm just going to throw that one out there. Yeah, I'm going right. to throw a little shade. I don't have a Shady Rays read tonight, but I'm going to throw a little shade your way just because I want to. All right, we'll take a little break, and then we'll get into the uh, – Shady Rays? Nope, I don't oh. have one tonight, but we're still going to throw a little bit of shade I'll because I shade can. For you. you can. There you go. Uh, but I do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Pins and Aces. They are the official golf apparel partner of All City and PHNX. They have some amazing – accessories and apparel from polos hats golf bags and even our favorite beer sleeve i know didn't you pick one of those ones up Say that again, from what? the pins and aces the beer sleeve thing that you can like oh yeah uh, the beer sleeve is dope yeah uh, i actually ordered my liquor stick that's what it is the liquor, the liquor stick. stick that's what i meant yes i got a really cool beanie from them that i will wear eventually at some point in time um but if you guys want to check it out and get hooked up Make sure you go to pinsandaces.com and use the code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. Again, that is pinsandaces.com and the code is PHNX. Even better than that, though, you could come out on the 26th to our uh, Keeping It 100 golf tournament that we're going to do annually from now on. Uh, It's the last, basically the last one before it gets stupid hot outside. And it's a morning shotgun start. And we're going to have all the Pins and Aces merch and and gear that you can possibly ask for to buy and purchase and we have a shirt designed spe- spe- especially for us here at PHNX it's a PHNX polo uh PHNX polo and oh, nice. it's made by pins and aces and everybody that signs up for the golf tournament gets one for free it's high quality it's high value it's it breathes really nice it's beautiful it's gorgeous get a foursome or come as a single and come hang out. It'll there be fun. you go. Absolutely. Also, want to remind you guys to check out our friends Four Peaks. You can follow them at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Tomorrow tips off Teacher Appreciation Week, and Four Peaks is doing some cool stuff for teachers. You can nominate your favorite teacher to win a grant, some Four Peaks swag, or maybe a grand prize of a custom makeover of their teacher's lounge. Just go to fourpeaks4teachers.org to nominate a teacher or to donate to the cause. But as a reminder, to drink Four Peaks beer, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Um, There's a lot of people in the chat right now who are asking us why we haven't talked about X, Y, or Z. Y'all, we are 20 minutes into the show. We'll be here for probably another hour. I promise you we will get to it. We'll cover all the bases. Yeah, We're just kind of, you know, we're just moving right on along. But for now... Uh, I think we should talk about the Jokic shenanigans. So we did have a super chat from Arnold. Thank you, Arnold. Said, chances that Joker is sat for that elbow, meaning um, I, I, I wonder if also, Arnold is asking about a suspension. Also, is that what we're we, also uh, yeah, he is probably talking yeah. about that. But also, I think that's our former colleague, Arnold Guerrero. Arnold? Yeah, Arnold. Hey. Yeah. He just opened up a really cool 
comic book store. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's really dope. So congrats to that and good luck, man. Um, yeah, I, man, I, I'll just say it this way, okay? I don't want him to get suspended because I could give a shit less. Like, okay, he, he did this and Matt Ishbia fell. Like, okay, cool. But, but... <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me if he did either. But I don't think he will. By the letter of the law. Technically, yes. And, and Lord knows if there's a franchise that understands the letter of the law, um, it would be the Suns. Yeah. Like, mother, if this was the inbounds line, our guys did this and got suspended for a game. Like a game. Yeah. So I am not going to shed any tears if the league says, you know what? You can't touch an owner. Rules are rules. You're it's not even an game. owner. It's just anybody in that building, fan or other. It, yeah. it just so happened to be that it was Matt Ishbia, the Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner. Yeah. Like, But if it had been anybody else in that same position, it would still be the same type of law quote-unquote that you would have to follow yeah so i mean that fan that came over came up from like a few rows back that put his hands on Jokic, he got tossed brendan clean of locked on suns was saying that isaiah thomas who was sitting right next to matt ishby and you can see in the video he didn't push him per se in my opinion but he put his hands on Jokic near mm -hmm. his like hips it could have just been like to keep him maybe from falling on him i don't know but brendan clean said that isaiah thomas also left i don't know I didn't really see him after that, so I'm not sure if he That's did or wild. not. That's so wild. Um, but, like, the fan got in trouble <laughs> because the rules are the rules. So if the rules are the rules, then it wouldn't surprise me if Jokic got in trouble as well. However, I do understand that the NBA writers have a lot on the line here with this one. And I'm just joking with that comment, uh, everybody, before you freak out. They don't want a superstar like Jokic to not be playing in the playoffs. I get it. Uh, per Dwayne Rankin, apparently, according to Mark N., uh, the fan was moved, not tossed. Oh, so he okay. wasn't ejected out of the building. Okay, um, and I that's guess, interesting. Yeah. So, like, listen, there's a lot of moving parts, and we could probably dissect this a million different ways and say, "Oh, look at this." Well, look at this. Like, listen, um, he, he shouldn't have. He threw a. He did throw a shiver. He did, and when you see the review from behind, it doesn't look as bad. But when you see the replay from the front. Yeah. Um, angle, it looks a little bit worse. Yeah, and so, like, and, and yeah, Matt Ishbia embellished it a little bit for sure. But still, <laughs> like, you could you could get suspended. You you are now you are now leaving yourself open to the NBA possibly having to get in. I don't want to see him get suspended because, again, I was so sick and tired of, oh, well, if we had Jamal Murray right. and if we – and if they don't have Jokic, um, then – I mean, what do you do? You know, like they're gonna they're gonna use that as the reason why we beat them in this series, even though Jokic had full control over his own body. There, like, okay, I understand Matt Ishbia has the ball, but did you have to come all the way over there when your guy was already on the ground over there and like things were like a little? I mean, listen, if the roles were reversed, I would be pissed too. Like, if if we're talking about Denver's owner and like KD, I would be pissed too. Right. If the roles were reversed, because the whole purpose of him running over there, he was trying to inbound faster. I get it. And, you you know, Matt Ishbia played college ball. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, but I'm not like, going to even pretend here and act like Ishbia is totally innocent in this situation. No, no, he's not. I ain't mad at him for it. I would have done the exact same thing had I been in that chair. But Jokic has vibes. 
Like he does get overly aggressive from time to time when he gets frustrated. Yes. The way he, he came over and swiped at the ball, I was just like, bro, chill out. M- more than anything, it was just like when you're in, when you're playing pickup ball and somebody's like ball up top. You're like, no, man, that was a foul. And they like argue back and forth and back and forth. And somebody tries to go over there and just yank the ball out. And the other guy's just like, no, it's like a natural reaction to just no, like. And that's what I think Maddie's – he didn't even see Jokic coming, and he was, like, involved in this. And then Jokic came to get the ball, and he was like, no, man. Like, <laughs> then it all went crazy. Like, that was the most savage thing ever. I loved every bit I of it. I mean, I did oh, too. Man. I'm not going to lie. I, I understand why Denver fans <laughs> are upset about it. I do. But I still find it absolutely hilarious. Like, it makes me laugh so hard. And – not just because the fact that it happened and I'm just like mind blown that that happened. Like Nikola Jokic and Matt Ishbia getting into a kerfuffle yeah. on the sidelines. Not a single person, even the NBA writers didn't have that one on their bingo card. Yeah. And we got some gems on social media because oh, of yeah, this thing that happened. Emma, pull up the first one. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so... Varlock intern Lily said, when Ishbia said he wanted to be an active owner, I didn't think he meant this. Uh, Ishbia <laughs> got real active in there yeah, tonight. He he he, uh, he knew game four was a must win, and he said, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get this W. Uh, so says Jay, friend of the program, said, Matt Ishbia is already a legend. Amazing. Fantastic stuff. Justin Pugh got in on the action, said, Hey, at Matt Ishbia, I'm in the arena and ready to protect and serve. Just let me know. I do this for a living. At Suns, just let me let me know. <clears throat> he was willing to, to put it all on the line. Yeah. He's got your back, Ishbia, that's for sure. Crazy. Jeremy Thomas said, Ishbia with the WWE flop. Yeah. Laughing face emoji. Okay, I will say, Matt Ishbia sold that. Yeah, he did. Like, Jokic definitely pushed him. He he's, gave him a forearm, but it should be a sold the hell out of it. He sold it like a walk-on. <clears throat> That's what he was at Michigan State. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Hey, it doesn't it doesn't completely leave your body when you stop playing basketball, how to take a charge and how to flop oh, right. My okay. Goodness gracious. Oh, Fantastic. and then one of my favorite ones that I didn't send you, Emma, to put in because I saw it too late came from Sarah Cazell, and she said, Matt Ishbia's money moves buy the team, sell. The contact. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yep. I'm only ever taking my financial advice from Sarah Cazell via Matt Ish or Matt Ishbia via Sarah Cazell these days. Um, that's just what it is. That's what it's gotta be. I don't know if he was more <clears throat> Dylan Brooks or more CP3. I can't really tell, but mm. I'm I'm happy with the outcome. I'm happy with the outcome as well. I also saw that, okay, because I know we there's a lot of conversation in the chat about should he or shouldn't he get suspended. A lot of people were bringing up if the, if Jokic was Dylan Brooks, would the reaction be different? If Dylan Brooks was the one who shoved an NBA owner, yeah. would the reaction be different? Yes. And be- is that fair? Because of, well, yeah, it is a little bit because of um, of their track record. You know, Dylan Brooks has has gotten in trouble a couple times um, with the league, and that's why. Like, listen, if you come in with a rep, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Like, you're just not. And uh, Jokic, for all accounts, has not been, like, egregiously dirty. I mean, he he's, did get tossed the last time. He's subtly dirty. Him, He, he literally Jokic tried is, to karate chop campaigns face. I know, but he's like, he tries to get away with it and try to be like, oh, I'm just playing basketball. Like, no, you're not, dude. Like, he clamps arms. 
He tries to hurt guys sometimes out there. He's he he's the bigger version of CP3, and CP3 is not as aggressive as Jokic is. Jokic gets physical with guys when he gets frustrated. Yeah. CP3 is just crafty and tries to take your knees out. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the question. It, it'll be interesting to see what comes of all of this, if anything at all. Um, maybe what officials say or the yeah. NBA as a whole and how they kind of handle this situation. But it's definitely an interesting thing that we'll have to keep an eye out on. Um, we do have a couple of super chats about the topic at hand. Uh, Icon, thank you for yours, said that at some point people need to realize Jokic is a dirty MFR. He looks like Augustus Gloop, so everyone looks the other way. I mean, Saul, you did tweet about Jokic being a little bit dirty a game or so ago. I know our Denver fans didn't love that. What? When you tweeted about Jokic being a dirty player. He is. That's what I'm saying. Denver fans can go eat some nuggets. Yeah, well. (laughs) Uh, Han, thank you for your super chat. Han said, Joker went out of bounds with bad intentions. That's the red card. Yeah, I, I listen. I don't. I don't disagree. Um, do I think it was egregious enough to get him suspended for a game? <clears throat> by the book, Maybe, yes. Yeah. Not by the book. I don't really care. I don't. I, honestly, I don't even think Matt Ishbia cares. I think Matt Ishbia probably went back into the oh, club he loved that. and he was laughing his ass off he like, guys, that. I still know how to take a charge. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah. <laughs> That's what guys do, right? <laughs> Is that how you guys laugh, yeah, too? that's exactly what Lord, have mercy. Uh, Will Hulse sent us a super chat. Thanks, Will, said Isaiah Thomas teaching Ishbia to play Pistons ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he knows yeah. how to sell it. Somebody's got to. We shall see. We'll keep an eye on this one for sure. Uh, Gerald Borgay will be joining us a little bit later on in the show, so stick around for that. And we'll see if maybe he heard anything from... Uh, the team about it or if anybody had any additional thoughts on it. Um, But listen, we do have some cool things that are coming up around the corner Uh, as a community, right? We've got Mother's Day that's coming up, a lot of graduations that are coming up. If you're looking for a fun way to celebrate, Octane Raceway and Mavericks is the place to be. They've got so much to offer from axe throwing, uh, VR, cart racing. They've got arcade games. They've got bowling. They've got um, a delightful restaurant and um, amazing drinks. So if you're looking to book a graduation parties or check out their Mother's Day brunch on May 14th, be sure to check them out at OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more. You can book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Like I said, kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing, bowling, and so much more. Check it out. Don't miss out on the fun. And if you are doing something from home, you don't really feel like going out to celebrate those things, you can check out our friends at Illegal Pete's and you can get a... uh, they have like, what is it, a burrito box? Is that what it's called at Illegal Pete's? Mm-hmm. Where you can get it ordered out, basically. Yeah. And they will help you cater your events you at home. You can use it to meal prep, I'm just saying. Oh, that's a good idea, too. But if you do want to go out and you want to sit on a patio, Illegal Pete's has you covered there, too. They've got happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. daily. You can stop into either their Tucson or Tempe locations for a house beer bucket for you and the whole crew. Five pints for just 15 bucks. So soak up the sun with a loaded burrito and crisp beer on the patio. Illegal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Uh, real quick, yes. Javi Luna in the chat said, yes. Nuggets head coach just called Ishbia, quote, and I quote, 
some fan holding onto the ball, end quote, LMAO. Oh, that's I funny. said that during the game. I was like, dude, I wonder if Jokic even knows that that's the owner. He might not know that that's the owner. And he I... thought he was just some punk-ass fan. He was like, ah. And then they probably went back. They're like, uh, bro, you you pushed the Suns owner. He was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But, like... Also, Hello, Nuggets fans. Thank you for jumping in the chat with I know your they're positivity. So mad at us right so now. Angry. Wow. So angry. Wow. Okay. Watch they're your like, mouth. One guy was like, he barely even shoved him, and y'all are getting all up in arms. That was like one percent of Jokic's strength. Like, sir, it doesn't matter if it was one or one hundred. A yeah. shove is a shove. Rules are rules. Anyway, um, what were what were you saying before the Nuggets shenanigans? Oh, that Jokic might have not even known it yeah. was it was the Suns owner. So I. I think I might could buy that he that Jokic didn't know was a Suns owner, but you're gonna tell me that Coach Mike Malone doesn't know Matt Ishbia. Like you're a head coach in a league with 30 teams, you don't think that it would be smart to at least know who the owners are of your potential boss down the line? Oh, I mean, whoa! You said a lot there. Well, like potential listen, boss down the line because if listen, there are 30 head coaching jobs in this entire <laughs> world in the NBA, 30 of them. You don't think that you would want to at least be familiar to be able to shake the hand of somebody who you might need to turn to later on in your career to get another head coaching job? I feel like if I'm a head coach, I know every single the face of every single owner in this league. Really? Yes. Because you got to shake hands, kiss babies when you see each other at summer league or wherever. Keep up a good relationship just in case one day you need another job. I mean, yeah, I get it. But, like, I mean, he did get hired in February. He did take over in February. It's only been a couple months. It's not like they've had a summer league, for instance, to go around and do anything at. You You're know not what I mean? Like, wrong, but I mean, still. it's just, you know, it's a little different. Like, I, I, I'm not going to be upset with Michael Malone for not knowing who the Suns owner is. It's I'm not, not like, upset with him. I'm just saying I don't know that I buy it entirely. Oh, I, mean, I get it. I get it. I listen. I again, like, I, I'm pretty sure they were all told after the game, and now they're like, oh shit. Well, somebody PR should have told Malone. Uh, that's not just any other fan. That was the son's owner. But, you know, good job, comms department. See, <laughs> I also wonder I also wonder if he he does know that that's Matt Ishbia, but is playing trying to play it down a little bit, as in giving Jokic kind of an a pass a little bit, or deniable plausibility, if you will, I yeah. suppose, that, yeah. oh, I just thought it was a fan who was trying to keep the ball away from me and like that wasn't cool. I didn't know. Oh, that yeah. it was Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns and the Mercury. I, does it make it any better? Yes. Yes, I do. You think I, so? I think if a fan were to do... Okay, the shove is... We're not talking about the shove. I think if a fan were to grab that ball and do that, everyone would be like, that was that was messed up. Like, you're a fan. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Mm. I think everyone would be more mad... Would be just the, as mad at the fan. Especially if it was the money least. guy. Totally. <laughs> I think because it was Matt Ishbia, it was so much more heightened. I think if it was just a fan, I don't know that it would have been as wild as of viral. a yeah. I mean that was a I pretty really wild scene. Yeah. I, I like I, I can't even believe that happened. That was man, that was surreal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have a series, man. I'm we so do. We excited. got a series on our hands. Uh biscuits and beer, thank you for the super chat. Said, is it the fan's job to give the ball to the player or the ref, or does it not matter? Uh, I mean, you're supposed to give the ball back to the ref, but there was a lot of stuff going on right there in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they were just trying to sort things out, and Ishbia was holding on to the ball with Ish- a death grip. Ishbia knew what he was doing. Yeah, I'm not going to say he didn't. 
He knew. Campaign was down. It was Campaign, right? Who was yeah. like in the stands. He's holding on to the ball. Make sure this yeah. guy got a chance to he get up. Like, let me, he was let me let Campaign for the team. get up. Let me get, let me uh, stall for six seconds so can, Campaign can get back up so we're not over here on a power play. And he Man. can get down there and join you. That could have got think. really ugly too. It could have got even worse. That could have gotten even worse. But then, yeah. it, like, you're kind of lucky that it was Jokic, because I mean, Matt Ishbia was never going to do anything to Jokic, <laughs> like push him back. Right no, there. I don't think Matt Ishbia would have <laughs> pushed anybody. He's smarter than that. I don't know if it was Pat Bev. Maybe he's like, uh, no, a little one-two piece. Let's go. No. no, come on, give it up. No, absolutely not. All right. So many super chats to get here. But before we do that, let's go ahead and give a little bit of love to some other guys on the team. So KD. we have talked a lot about Landry Shamit. We have talked about Devin Booker. We've talked about the bench. But of course, we got to talk about Kevin Durant. He also finished tonight with 36 points. Him and Booker both put up the same number of points. KD also had 11 rebounds and six assists. He was 11 of 19 from the field tonight and two of four from deep. So maybe a little bit better. Oh, yeah. No, that was far better. Like far more efficient effort. Yeah. He didn't take 27 shots to score 39 points this time, which is nice. Mm -hmm. uh, he made the same. He had he had five less points on eight less shots. The same amount of makes. That's more efficient. And yeah. that's what we want. Um, I don't like he's he made a couple egregious cross court passes uh, that ended up being steals, which led directly like to fast breaks for the Nuggets. Got to yeah. stop that. But Kevin Durant, um, I thought overall, and especially defensively, we got to talk about him defensively. Defensively, he he does his damnedest to when they do switch and he has to guard Jokic or he has to guard Aaron Gordon. He's done a very, very adequate job in trying to slow them down. A lot of times um, blocking, blocking shots, um, forcing turnovers. Kevin Durant's defense has been the surprise of the trade so far. Mm -hmm. I did not expect this level of tenacity from Kevin Durant on the defensive end. And it's, uh, listen, it's been vital to the Suns, especially when, uh, when DA's having to switch and guard Aaron Gordon or get out on the perimeter to still have another six, 10, seven footer, whatever, um, you know, being able to protect the rim is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, and Kevin Durant deserves. A lot of love for the way he performed tonight, for yeah. sure. Triple B in the chat said Katie's defense is so underrated. Very. And I think that that's Very. one of the things that, like, even on the nights where Katie's efficiency hasn't been the best throughout this series, his defense has always been there. Yeah. And that's something that is really important, especially in this series, that you need from the Sun Squad. But it's good to see. It, it almost felt like tonight when you were watching KD out there too, that he kind of had a different look in his eye. He had a different pep in his step. Like I think he was feeling much better about himself with this team and on that court. Yeah. Where I don't know that we've seen that, at least in this particular series here in the second round. He just looked like he was feeling himself more. For sure. No, I listen, I, I think... The other thing about Kevin Durant is like he, he's he, yes he has always been a good defender, mm -hmm. but I do think he's taken it up another level now. Yeah. Like, I, again, like phys physically, for as scrawny as he is, he holds up very very well at the point of attack. Um, his helping uh, block shots rotation wise, he's starting to get in better defensively. The 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 Nuggets are doing their very best to maximize Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Everybody else, 
has been kind of they've they've been kind of up and down. And that's because of the rotations that the Suns have had and how much crisper they have gotten. And in in the fact of trying to get out of poor mismatches quickly and letting other defenders that are 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 more better suited to defend like the Jokic's of the world um be able to to do that. And so listen, Jokic still had 53 points tonight. You can't take anything away. The Suns could only do so much against him because if they start doubling him all the time, then he finds guys that are wide open. They get easier shots. They get into a rhythm, and then yeah, the nuggets then start rolling. Then you're in trouble. This is the recipe. This yeah. is the recipe that the Suns are going to use from this point forward. They're going to force Nikola Jokic to score all the points, all mm-hmm. of them, and hope that that's not enough to beat the Suns. Yeah, which I will like. I will give Jokic some some flowers tonight, regardless of all the shenanigans. It was a playoff career high in points for him tonight with I that fifty three. Fifty three is a lot. Which it was insane when you. It just seemed like Jokic was involved in almost everything tonight for the Nuggets, yeah. and he you makes know, it look so easy. Jamal Murray had twenty eight, but it just wasn't enough to overcome what the Suns were able to throw their way. But you're absolutely right. He does. Like That's I will ridiculous. say, I don't love Nikola Jokic. But you cannot deny how good of a basketball no, player no, he's he is. Phenomenal. He's absolutely phenomenal. Like he makes everything look so easy. It's annoying um, sometimes how easy it, he makes it, it, it really look. Is. I wonder if other people feel the same way about Devin. Um, I don't know. With some of his mid-range shots that are just I would like hope what? So. I, I I would hope so. Again, like Nikola Jokic does so many things so so well that um that scoring is is almost secondary because he's such a great facilitator yeah and the Suns are forcing him to score and he's doing it and he's doing it with ease and i, I hope this isn't a sign that he's only getting better because i don't want to see a 60 burger put up oh on my us. goodness but 53 is a lot it's a lot he Crazy. also had 11 assists tonight too so he was still doing work down there getting his teammates involved but just wasn't enough it wasn't enough to cover overcome that uh three-point shooting night landry shamit had just going to throw another flower out there for Landry Shaman in case you missed us on the top of the show talking about him. All right, Saul, we have a bunch of super chats and a bunch of different topics within these super chats here. Okay. Uh, so we'll just kind of go down and discuss them individually. Charles Woodle Pike, thank you for your <laughs> super chat, said, can't wait to watch the PHNX retrospective documentary on the Landry Shamit game in a few years. You know, Saul did say if Landry got 35 points and like most of them came in the fourth quarter, how much insanity would have happened because there's still an outstanding bet between Saul and all of us that if Landry gets 35 before the end of the season, we get to pick his punishment. No, you said the whole you said the whole season, including playoffs. You did. Oh, okay. You did. So we I was very specific. Listen, if Landry Shaman has a 35 point game, the Suns are winning the ship. Well, <laughs> that is happening. I'm here for both of those things happening. <laughs> okay, so Manuel said, and we saw I saw this a couple times in the chat, but Manuel, thank you for your super chat, said, I'm curious on y'all's thoughts on the lineup moving forward. Do you think CP3 should come off the bench once he's back so we keep the pace up with pain? This is a tough question to answer. Man. So campaign does great through quarters one through three and getting the flow going. Chris Paul is very great at getting you fourth quarter, you know, buckets in 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 crunch time um, when you're trying. You have to get ball movement. You have to get things done. You have to have your shit in order. Um, I 
Man, that's a tough one because the Suns have looked good in two games without him. Well, and then picking up the pace and playing fast, the pace and playing faster, I'm not saying is all of it, but we have won these two games. I feel like the Suns are better suited to go faster than slower. So I'm just, I don't know how severe that groin injury is, but it could be one of those situations where the trainers are like, well, let's see how game five goes. Chris, I think you still need a few more days, don't you? Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. That's, that's a real tough one. And if I'm Monty Williams, Monty doesn't seem like the guy who would um, kind of ruffle feathers in that way when it comes to somebody like Chris Paul. What do you mean? Like, have like midway through the playoffs, coming back from injury, having that conversation. I don't know. It just no, doesn't Monty seem like would, Monty would do no, that. No, Monty would put him right back in the lineup. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's not even a debate. Yeah. He's coming back in the lineup. If he's healthy, he's coming back. He's going to be the starting point guard. Although it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt them to have the conversation and at least gauge where Chris Paul is at with it. Chris Paul might be watching these games and saying, hey, maybe this is the recipe. Maybe. I don't think you know Chris Paul. I might be wishful thinking. I, think I might so. be trying to put it out in the world. Chris Paul wants to play. I know he does. But does Chris Paul want to play or does Chris Paul want to win a championship? And if one helps you win a championship a little bit more, you know. Okay. I guess you got to weigh the pros and cons. Sure. I don't know. But that's a really hard one to answer. Um, okay, Brian, thank you for your super chat. Brian said, all this talk about Denver's team ball and Phoenix's hero ball, but look at the stats and it's really Jokic and Murray and a bit of Porter Jr. The bench scoring has been about the same. Yeah, it, the roles have completely reversed on the bench scoring uh, yeah. from one home city to the other. Um, it's It's completely flipped on its head. The bench scoring here... The Suns were phenomenal off the bench. Again, Terrence Ross, TJ, um, Landry Shamit, all providing buckets. Uh, Jock uh, playing strong again. Love the effort, the hustle. He was playing Jokic tough. Um, it, again, like you hope that you can bottle whatever it is that they found here up and take it to Denver with you. Because you got to get one. You got to get one. And to me, if they're going to get one, it's going to be game five. It's got to be game five. Game five would be nice. I mean, I don't know. But I, I, do, I do like that from Phoenix's perspective. There was one specific time tonight where the ball movement was just like chef's kiss. Yes. And you see a little bit more of that throughout the series and, and beyond if we are able to get out of this one. That's going to serve the Suns really well because you can't just – play hero ball you can't just go iso mm -hmm. throughout the playoffs and expect that and especially because the suns are so good when they move the ball when they play within themselves yeah they're so good i mean that's when they're at their best is when the ball is moving around exactly. quickly and listen they found landry shannon a couple times in that corner uh they found terrence ross got a couple bun uh, buckets like when that ball's moving and you trust your teammates when they have wide open shots good things can happen Good things happened uh, quite a bit tonight. Yeah. Okay, Cesar sent us another super chat, uh, going back to the Chris Paul thing. So now that CP3 is probably thinking about coming back and seeing his guys play much faster and win, what's he thinking? I have to play faster? Okay, so uh, Pre in the chat also brought up a good point, too, that if Chris Paul, which we talked about this after the game, but listen, like my brain can only hold on to so much. Um, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt in game two, we'd probably win that game. Chris Paul was kind of finding his groove yeah. there right before he got injured. But does that reset? <clears throat> no. 
Not for Chris Paul, I don't think. I would like to think no for for a guy like Chris Paul. I, I don't know. I'm asking. I would like to think no. I would like to think no too. Yeah. But um, again, the groin is so tricky. I honestly, if I was Chris Paul, I'd probably, I'd probably sit out Game Five just to see how the Suns do. And just to well, you also kind of have to like. It's this weird. You don't want to. Um, you don't want to jinx your team or yourself, but at the same time, you also have to consider, like, if we do get out of this series and I come back a little bit too early and I make it worse, is that even worse for my team? I, so it, there's a hard balance of, like, when do you play through it and when do you trust your team? Like, what game would that be for yeah, him? Yeah, I don't know. That That's a really, t- really tough one. Um, oh, man, Cam- campaign has just been such a difference maker in pushing the pace that I just, ah, man, I don't really want to defer to Chris Paul right now. I really don't. Yeah. I'd rather see this through for right now. Talk to me after game five. Right. Then we'll have another we'll conversation. Yeah. Also, I mean, the didn't we get a the tweet from Shams was that Chris Paul would be reevaluated in a week and mm-hmm. a week would be tomorrow night, basically, or, yes. or Tuesday morning, depending on where that goes so maybe we'll actually get a little bit more information from the suns tomorrow or tuesday and we'll keep an eye out on that one and we'll let you know for sure if uh anything is shared okay so frank sends us another one thank you frank said remember when nuggets fans were chanting sweep yeah i do remember that yeah uh, we told you about that we said You it's, should not, not use that it's chant. Not, it's not. It's I, not smart. It's not. I healthy. don't know uh, if you've you know familiarized yourselves with Suns culture, but uh, uh, we tried to nix that quickly, especially after we blew a two zero lead in the finals. It doesn't work for you, and it won't work for anybody. So don't say uh, blank team in four when your team is up 2-0 because that's a bad omen. Yeah, it's not a good look. That's for sure. Okay, a couple more. These ones are about the whole Matt Ishbia. Jokic shenanigans. Um, Javi said, by the way, a reporter did tell uh, Mike Malone that the quote unquote fan was the son's owner. And his response was, and I quote, I don't don't give give a a shit. shit. (laughs) Hmm. That's funny, though. That is pretty insane. But also, like, you're going to give a shit if he does get suspended. <clears throat> oh man, Denver! I listen. I know uh, because listen. if if I'm Coach Malone, I'm pissed at Matt Ishbia too. If I'm Coach Malone, I'm saying the exact same thing. I don't give a shit who you are. Don't interfere with my basketball game. I get it. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I mean I get it. But what I'm gonna say is is like, um, Denver fans right now are are pissed that they're in this series too. Too the emotions are high. They're the high. vibes are low. They're they're not they're not happy at all. Um, I can't even imagine what, how they would react if Nikola Jokic got suspended for game five because of the Suns owner. Holy shit. That right. Whatever rival we, we already have would be on another level. To be honest, this is probably one of the more toxic, uh, and really just angry rivalries. That has bloomed out really in the last two or three years, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like the no, Nuggets, it didn't come out of nowhere. It came from the sweep. It came from no, the Suns right. and Four no, guy. No, they, uh, but before that, it was <coughs> oh, like well, yeah. there was nothing. We had <coughs> we had very little history with the Nuggets. <coughs> like you know, we were much like them outside of the fact that we've actually gotten to the NBA Finals three times, and they yeah. haven't. That's what they're that's what the what they're trying for. And 
So there's a little bit of envy there, I think, to a certain degree. I don't know why. We lost all three finals. You didn't miss out on anything. Um, but but I mean, at least you have that to hold on Denver to. Denver fans are something. fucking, man, they're mad. Yeah. They're so mad. They're super mad. Fire. All right, Emma, let's see a couple of these other ones here. Um, James Johnson said, league fine coming, no suspension, great win, love the energy in the building, Saul, what kind of kicks are those? Hashtag eat nuggets. These are three-quarter, um, damn, I forgot what they're called. Uh, I got them like a couple years ago. They're they're like a Suns, they were a Suns colored shoe. Uh, Tana Hughes, Suns legend, um, actually tipped me to these and I bought them. Mm, they're nice. I, I like the little, colors. Little, little, little Japanese writing on the, on the mm, okay. it's pretty cool. There I don't know go. what it says, but it's cool. <laughs> and then Jane sent us an additional super chat. Thanks again. Said strap in folks. Game seven coming. At least we are the fourth seed this year. Hashtag win it. Win at all costs. 2022 still hurts. Man. Do you think we're going to game seven? It feels like we are. I it, mean, it that was the like prediction early on was that it was likely a six or seven game series at, at minimum. Well, now we know it's six, six at, at least. minimum. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be fun, though. OK, a couple more. Uh, Espo's Burner said, I think Saul owes that Chad Shamit an apology. Yeah, we did that all at the beginning of the show. Can come earlier, buddy. <laughs> he did apologize. We made him. That's for sure. Then we have one from Southwest Collectors. Thank you for your super chat. Said just here to send love to Espo and the fam. Let's get one in Denver. For everyone wondering, Espo will be back as soon as Espo gets back. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the short and Listen, long of it. Like he'll be back when he's back. He is he is taking care of his lovely wife. Yes. Uh much, much props to him. He is uh and, and listen, we've been We've been keeping touch and, uh, you know, spirits are high. Um, she's doing well. Um, but, you know, he's hey, he's got to, he's got to take care of mama. Yeah, and that's 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 his job. And that's number one. I told, and we, we talked and I told him, I was like, dude, you don't don't come back until you, you can come back. Yeah. Like, don't don't rush. No so, pushing it. No, so, like good. I said, Espo will be back when he gets back. But continue to send we him good vibes. Him, he tweets still. He's still watching these games. Oh, he's, he's still, still a part of the shenanigans. He's still causing so a ruckus. If you want to tweet at him, absolutely tweet at him. <laughs> he's still causing a ruckus on Twitter. <laughs> All right. And then Han sent us a super chat and said, society is more like WWF than we care to admit. Rick ah, Rubin. True. Thanks, Han, for your super chat. Biscuits and Bear sent us one <laughs> and said, Suns are a plus 175 for game five. Better bet early just on the off chance. Joker is suspended and the odds drop. That is great advice. And it thank is. you for looking up the odds for that one, Biscuits and Beer. Um, I think I said Bear the first time, but it's Biscuits you and did. Beer. I thought That's Biscuits my bad. and Bear was an awesome name. I <laughs> biscuits and Beer ain't bad. It's but Biscuits not. and Bear just sounds biscuits like, and it bear. Sounds like a cool Band name. Great like a good band name. I was about to say, great band name. There you yeah. go. You can, you can use it if you want. Biscuits and beer. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, if you are planning on putting some coins down on the Suns for game five, you definitely should get in early like Biscuits and Beer said before those odds start to shift around. Um, if they do shift around, because we really don't know, but I think a plus 175 is pretty good odds for the Suns. I would take that one for sure. If you haven't signed up for the BetMGM, uh, app yet make sure you download it and use that bonus code phnx when you sign up because we've got a few different offers from them depending on where you live you'll get some different things but for our arizona audience you'll get up to 100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. again make sure you do use that bonus code phnx you can check the show notes for full details and now you can listen to shane talk about the disclaimer 
Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Also, we will be having a Game 5 watch party out yes. at, at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium on Tuesday. So plan to come hang out with us. They've got great food. They've got um, special bonuses for anybody who comes out and tells them that certain things will tell you whatever it is when you get out there. And they'll give you, like, all the hookups. Yeah. A couple games ago, they were just giving out $100 in bonus bets. That was it. Please come out. Please yeah. come out. Like, it's a fun time. It is. Uh, they turn the up the sound so you can hear. The food is phenomenal. Like, drinks the drinks are good. are good. Like, we have a good time talking to everybody and hanging out mm -hmm. and just talking ball. Like, it's a fun, fun time. So, go come sit with other Suns fans because, I mean, the, the place is relatively packed. There's still a few seats left, but it's, I mean, we've had about 80% capacity the last couple times, and it's been fun. Everybody's yeah. into it. Everybody's talking shit. It's it's awesome. It's like you're <laughs> at the game. So come hang out with it us. It is. It's a lot of fun. And plus those those little bonuses that you get from BetMGM. I like the icing on the cake. If you're coming from the East Valley, like Saul is, make sure you fill up your tank at Circle K before you head out to join us at the watch party. Circle K has... The best gas, they've got the best snacks, the best drinks, best vibes all around. You know, we love Circle K over here at PHNX. They've got Polar Pops that stay colder longer. Iced coffee for just $1.89. You can get beer, you can get energy drinks, and like I said, snacks galore. And right now, make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. If you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Again, that is PHNX to 31310. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. So a um, couple updates. Uh, one from Gerald says, mm -hmm. Devin Booker on Matt Ishbia, on the Matt Ishbia incident with Nikola Jokic. Quote, he got us the point. He did his job. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Nikola Jokic in the postgame said, the fan put their hand on me first. I thought the league is supposed to protect us. Whoever he is, he's a fan. He can't interfere, interfere with the game. They're supposed to protect the players. See, so everybody is already trying to make their public case. Oh, right? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. between what, what Coach Malone said, between what Jokic just said there, they're trying to make their public case and try and get the the opinion of social media on their side to avoid any kind of repercussions down the line should the NBA decide that there needs to be some. Again, there's a referee for a reason. Yeah. He did not need to go and physically try to grab the ball from Matt Ishbia. Mm -hmm. That's where the problem started. He went and he initiated contact with Matt Ishbia first instead of just telling the ref, hey, I want the fucking ball. Like, that's what it was. He still would have had to take the ball, taken the ball and given it to the ref anyway. So, like, I, again, like, I know they're trying to kind of, like, they're trying to figure it all out. The NBA is going to take a look at the, the video. Um, he I, I would wager to guess that it'll just be a fine and not a suspension. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to get a fine, though. Oh, I could see that for sure. I don't know. A suspension, that's just... 
it's not outside of the realm of possibility because we're Suns fans, so we get it. But I do understand if it does happen. <laughs> Cordy, Cordy, Cordy said Jokic would elbow a three-year-old if he could. Oh, no. <laughs> for, <laughs> if she had the ball or he had the ball, maybe. If it, became, if it came between the three-year-old and a championship, we all might elbow a three-year-old, too. I'm just saying. Uh, Don't act like you wouldn't at least consider it. What? If it became, if it was between a three-year-old and a championship, you would consider elbowing the three-year-old. No, 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 no. Saul wouldn't elbow the three-year-old. He'd push that bitch down. He would be like Sparta. He would. Oh yeah. He'd body that three-year-old. <laughs> hey, I'll do anything for a title. <laughs> I kid, I kid. We love children around here sometimes. I promise. Uh, <laughs> Gerald will be joining us in about three, four minutes, roughly, somewhere around there, Gerald. to give us more updates from Monty and the players. This hot box. I know, but we did get another super chat from ASU DJ PHX. Thank you. <laughs> Said, seems like the team chemistry is starting to come together. Ball was finally whipping around the court like it should in the point five. Stat line wasn't great, but I think DA had a much better night, too. So listen, we have not discussed DeAndre Ayton yet. I, on I will show. say this. I mean, talk about a tone setter. Mm -hmm. The first possession of the like game. Three offensive three rebounds. Three offensive rebounds. You could hear the crowd go crazy because yeah. of that they appreciated the effort you knew he was going to come out and try hard i thought he he played well in spots um offensively i mean he was into the game um you know, listen he's not one thing about deandre aiden is he's never going to try and force it he's no. never going to try and force it and so and he doesn't need to with this team he just needs to play his role um i you could ask him to play better defense on Nikola Jokic, but that's just that's just not going to happen because there is nobody on this earth that can guard Nikola Jokic mm. better, period. Yeah, so. that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I will say the biggest thing for me, so DA had eight and eight tonight, eight points, eight rebounds. The biggest thing for me tonight, though, was that at least throughout majority of this game, he had he put in way more effort. And I think that was the biggest thing from Friday night's game that everyone was asking for. Like, we know there are limitations when it comes to defending Jokic. And we are maybe coming to terms with the fact that there are limitations to your game consistently. But the effort still needs to remain the same. I, I think that's what I wanted to see the most from DA was just like, I just need throughout the rest of the playoffs a consistent level of effort and energy. I thought he was also good at the rim for the most part. Like, he was forcing the Nuggets to have to shoot over him. He got one block, but it felt like he had more than that. Um, so again, like I thought he he played very very well. Um, not not superstar status, but I thought it was a, a much a much better improvement from the other night. Yeah, and we've got some really good backup minutes from Jock Landale as well. Still too, love to see that. I think this is a good matchup for Jock, and I think he's having a lot of fun out there right now. And I also we were we were talking too like. I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, Jock is playing out of his mind lately. And I was like, Jock is playing to prove a point and for his next contract as yeah, well. Like he's sure. trying to make sure that he leaves a really good impression by showing everything that he is capable of showing when he gets the opportunity to show it. And he's doing a great job um, making sure that he lets everyone know that, like, if you give me a chance, I promise I won't let you down. You know who else does a great job of trying to make everybody know? That they were hypocrites? Who? He it, left. Oh, oh, he left? He, he left. left two well, seconds before well, he Well, he comes back. I got another mm -hmm. super chat. This okay. one's from Larry. Larry said, how about them shampoins, eh? 
spot up knockdown shooter. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Landry had a really great game. He was game. fantastic tonight. I love it. He was it. fantastic tonight. So. Okay, so you want to try again? Uh, Ready to try yeah. again? You know who else? <laughs> I forgot what I said. Just run it. <laughs> In the darkness, beyond the light, <laughs> there shall only be one. Welcome to Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're doing great. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, before we even get started, there are a lot of people in our chat right now. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, a lot, a portion of them are not Phoenix Suns fans, and they're here because they're a little upset about some of the kerfuffling that happened tonight. But I know you want to start off with the biggest story of the night. Which was obviously Landry Shamit. Landry, 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 Landry. Speak your piece, sir, about Landry Shamit. Look, I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm. I should be doing any victory laps out here. I said as recently as one or two games ago that Landry was getting too many minutes that they needed to try Terrence Ross in some of those minutes. Um, and, and we can't get too caught up in the moment because as much as this was a great performance, he needs to start stringing some of these together um, because the first eight performances of the playoffs were not great for him. But I will say for the second game in a row, he defended his ass off against Jamal Murray. Tonight the shots weren't falling for Murray, and that defense paid off. And more importantly, he had a moment here at the Footprint Center. Like that whole fourth quarter – where he was going off, where he was hitting shots, where the Nuggets kept double-teaming Devin Booker and Kevin Durant because that's what you have to do, and he continued to make them pay for it. I mean, that was fantastic, and, and I feel great for him on a personal level because he is not out of tune to all the things that are being said about him. He is not deaf when he checks in the game and hears a light smattering of boos from the crowd. Like he, he said after the game, I think the phrase he used was a healthy amount of pissed off. Um, and it's at the at the Suns fan base. It's at our own fan base. So I'm happy for him that he was able to have a performance like that and shut everybody up and not just shut them up, but make them cheer because it had been a rough stretch for him. Um, it's been a rough couple of years for him compared to what he's done in other places. Uh, and this was a huge performance for him on both ends. He single-handedly outscored the Nuggets bench by himself. So good for you, Landry Shamit. Now let's hopefully see him string together a couple more performances in this vicinity. Gerald, I expected more from you, to be honest. <laughs> I'm the look. Look, I'm, I'm keeping it real. Like, it's one game, and it's a game at home, and now the Suns role players need to bring it on the road, which they did not do in the first two games of the series. But, like, this was huge for Landry. He was fantastic tonight, and he deserved it. And, honestly, he was a little bit pissed off in the locker room afterwards, and I don't blame him at all because I, I feel bad for the guy. The entire fan base has turned on him, and then he makes a couple shots, and suddenly he's the god again, like, if fans are fickle, I understand that comes with the territory, but like, you know, I, I think people get way too caught up in the emotions of playoff basketball and they make it personal. We saw that with DA over the last few days. We saw that with Landry over the last few months. Like people just need to chill out a little bit and hopefully you get rewarded with a performance like this every now and then. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you do. Uh, I gave him his flowers at the beginning of the show. So just so you know. Uh, if you want to mm -hmm. hear that, you can go back and listen. Uh, <laughs> but, like, listen, he was fantastic. Like, the uh, the thing that stood out to me the most was the defense on Jamal Murray at first. Um, especially in that third quarter, he was just making Jamal work so hard for every little shot attempt or bucket. 
uh, that I just I, honestly I felt like he is he, so far he has been the best defender on Jamal Murray than anybody else, um, even Josh Okogie. I, I just feel like Landry's been able to predict Jamal's movements um, to where when Jamal's trying to get a shot fake up, he's not falling for it. He's forced him to take those fadeaway jumpers, which he can hit, obviously, but I'd rather him take a fadeaway jumper than just a clean look. Um, I think Landry's been fantastic. But on the other end of this, obviously, we heard all about the the not the fight, but the shove and Jokic the and the kerfuffle. Yes, right. Uh, a lot of things being said. A lot of lies have been told here today, Gerald. What <laughs> did you hear behind the scenes? Yeah, so we got the pool report from official Tony Brothers, which if you're not familiar, they do an interview with the lead official in cases like this where there's a controversial call or something. A, a one reporter is allowed to ask them one to three questions about what happened. Um, so Dwayne Rankin did that with Tony Brothers. And uh, Brothers mentioned that he deliberately shoved him and intentionally pushed him down. So it's going to be interesting to see where the league goes with this. Monty Williams was saying he didn't see what happened. He's just glad nobody got hurt um and booker was saying ishbia did his job he got us a point so whether it's a block or charge i don't know that could be your call but um i i i have mixed feelings on this because on the one hand like obviously there was a fan that put his hands on Jokic, and Jokic said after the game i thought the league was supposed to protect us and i think he was thinking that ishbia was the one that put his hands on him and it was actually the other fan, and that other fan did get ejected. So the league did right by him in that regard. Um, but you can't blatantly up elbow a fan or shove a fan either. So uh, I'm kind of fascinated to see what the league does with this. I hope for the sake of how entertaining this series has been that Jokic is not suspended because that would be, uh, you know, we would never hear the end of it in terms of that's why the one, the Suns won this series. Um, oh but uh, But on the other hand, on the other hand, you can't, shove a fan whether he's the owner or not um and the fan that did put his hands on Jokic was rightfully ejected for it so i i again i have mixed feelings on this i i think Jokic was being pretty forceful trying to get the ball so they could go on a five on four fast break while Akogi was still in the stands i think that's why ishbia was holding onto the ball so long because Akogi had basically fallen into his lap <laughs> and he wasn't just gonna let Jokic have a five on four advantage there um, so there's a lot of shades of gray on this one, and I'm not sure how to feel about it, to be honest. Yeah, see, I'm with you because I see both sides of this, but I don't think that I personally don't know if as a Nuggets fan, you could say that it's not the same as injury. Do you know what I mean? Because Jokic had a choice in how he reacted in those moments. He had a choice in trying to snatch that ball out of Matt Ishbia or fan, quote-unquote, hand. Like, that was, that's not out of our control. You know what I'm saying? So I do think it's a little bit different as far as, like, if if he does get suspended, the Suns go on and win the series. I don't think you can hang your hat on the, um, like, the way you were with Jamal Murray. Because I think as much as we poked fun at the whole Jamal Murray injury, like, if only we had Jamal Murray saying, right, not the injury itself, just the yeah, saying. Just the saying. Uh, it's, it's valid that, yeah, if you did have Jamal Murray, things probably could have been different. Yeah. Like, it's a very valid point to bring up. But, again, I just think that because this wasn't something outside of his control, it was an emotional kind of a reaction. And I understand that emotions run hot in the game. I'm not blaming him for having the reaction. I just don't think it's the same type of an excuse. Also, uh, Gerald, we did – 
put you in witness protection uh, should Jokic get suspended tomorrow so you will have uh, security on the way to the game. <laughs> Thank you. That's clutch. I, I, I hope – I can't now wait by, to see my security tailing me as I ride my lime scooter to the arena for game five. <laughs> now, by great. security, I mean I'm just giving you a cutout of my face to put over yourself so you can walk into the arena. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's Perfect. the best there we can we do go. on the budget that we have. Sorry, sir. You couldn't even get him a legit mask like Josh Okogie's one from back in the, the oh, day? that would have been dope. You should have done that. Yeah, that would have yeah. been better. Um, overall, Devin Booker obviously had another another efficient night. He was fantastic. When him and Jokic were going back to me, that was probably one of the best stretches of offensive basketball that you could ever hope to see in that third quarter. It was high, high level. Um, sometimes you just got to take a step back and just appreciate that you're watching two great players go head to head against each other. And we're not even throwing in Kevin Durant in this conversation, mm -hmm. which is right. wild to me. Right. Like yeah. what, your your take on that, that whole third quarter and how everything just kind of went to a whole another level that whole quarter was sublime on both ends like honestly I, I felt like i went to basketball nirvana because on the one side you have Jokic, who's doing what he does dropping 53 points like he was incredible tonight he was the best player on the court tonight if we're being honest and like the way that the suns were just trying to throw different looks at him trying to do whatever they could to keep him off his game and kevin durant said it best in post game he's so difficult to guard because he's kind of unorthodox in the way that he's able to contort his body on some of those shots the way he's able to get some of those high-flying shots off with his high release point like he's just incredible but on the other end you have two players who both dropped 36 one of whom was 14 of 18 after a 20 for 25 performance uh he was saying because he was asked about his efficiency and he was saying i tell kevin Durant all the time like throw that efficiency efficiency shit out the window i'm just trying to win games um so i i he's just in a different zone right now and he had a playoff career high 12 assists at the same time so like him and durant are not only finding their areas to score right now but they're also hitting the backside when they're getting hit with those traps and double teams uh, i think having the other one one pass away when they're hit with those double teams is really helping and the nuggets are going to have to find a way to adjust because if the suns bench players are able to contribute even half of what they did tonight uh you know they won that second unit battle 40 to 11 tonight like, how are you going to trap two guys that are not only dropping 30, 40 points a game, but also making the right play to get some of the other bench guys involved? Like, that's brutal, and it goes back to the pick-your-poison thing that we were hoping to see more of heading into this postseason. But to your point, like, that whole – this whole game was just an incredible battle back and forth. Like, everyone – like, a bunch of high-scoring performances, and, and the stars came out tonight for sure. So that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Gerald, we have a couple super chats that we'll answer while you're here with us. Um, Larry Lewis said, Jock is him. Uh, what are you loving that you're seeing from Jock tonight as well? Jock is playing with a ton of energy, and he said it the other day. He was saying, like, having not the last two weeks off, but not playing a ton over the last two weeks, he's had a ton of energy to expend when he gets in the game. Um, you know, obviously the people that were saying that they should start him over DA taking it a lot too far, but like Jock has been great off the bench, um, you know, hitting the offensive glass, finishing around the basket, playing tough physical basketball. Um, and you need a guy like that to throw at Jokic while DA is on the bench. Like he's been really good. He had that one steal near the end of the first quarter and the assist of Devin Booker in transition that I felt kind of changed the momentum in that first quarter. It felt like Denver was up like eight or nine points at that point. 
um, and they were able to close the game, the first quarter and cut it to two heading into the second. I thought that was huge for momentum. So Jock's been great for them. Uh, the last super chat we have is only fair. The only fair outcome uh, would be suspending Jokic and Ishbia for the rest of the series. Also, as someone bagging on Shamit with everyone else, I will gladly eat my words. Let's fucking go. Um, first of all, that is not a fair outcome. I do not want to see Jokic suspended <laughs> for the whole series. That's just like as much as I'm a Suns fan and I want them to win to move on to the next round. I don't want to do it that way. I'm sorry. I hope the and honestly, for me, selfishly, I hope the NBA doesn't su- suspend Jokic for a game. I but I will say that f- based on our own history and technicalities, the 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 big guy has put himself at the sub- subject of the NBA. The rules are the rules. They are. Them's like, the and, rules. And so, uh, if I, we gotta follow them, you gotta follow them. No matter how many years ago it was. Look, I know I'm going to be in the the unpopular minority here. I hope that he's not suspended because as much as we've been burned by technicalities in the past, I'm thinking Boris Diaw and Amari Stoudemire in particular, yeah. I don't wish that on any other fan base. And I think the the modus operandi should be, you know, just because it happened to us, it shouldn't happen to anybody else. I feel like I would prefer that rather than it happened to us and so now it has to happen to you. Um, and, and like I said, this has been an entertaining series, and I don't want this to be the case where, uh, well, we would have beat the Suns back in 2023 if Jokic hadn't been suspended for game five over a shove that Matt Ishbia flopped on. Like, I, I just don't want any part of that. I think the Suns have great momentum right now going back into Denver, and I think if you're the Suns, you want to beat them at full strength and win this series in six that way. No, I'm not turning the other cheek. I want an eye for an eye. <laughs> sorry not sorry but thank you jacob for your super chat final one taboos tidbits said the suns won the three-point battle and made 13 threes to denver's seven nuggets only attempted 22 even though Jokic was unreal we gave up twos not threes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's that's huge and that's huge and like i said role players play better at home now they need to see if they can transfer some of what they've discovered in these last two games with ross with warren with Shamit, with landale back to denver where you know it's going to be loud it's going to be intense and, and the nuggets have a great home record this season they've been subpar they've been below 500 on the road uh now you have to prove you can do it in denver yep it'll be fun oh, man you guys have got a series on our hands this best is, of three here this is this is fun this is fun like <laughs> this is a far cry from what it was like last year in that seven game series with the dallas mavericks where I felt like everybody was getting blown out every single game that they lost. This time, um, it feels like these games are close. They're competitive. Everybody's going at each other. There's a little hostility. There's a little bit of violence, uh, even against our owner. Uh, and it's just it's been it's been great basketball to watch. To be honest with you, especially when you're watching. I mean, I'm going to say it: the best center in the game, uh, in terms of an all-around standpoint. Like he's the the most efficient center in the game. He's fantastic. And one of the best shooting guard, the best shooting guard in the game, hands down. And then you throw in another top five player and Kevin Durant and Jamal Murray's playing at a high level. Like, this is fantastic basketball. All feelings aside, I think we're very fortunate to be able to watch a best of three series from this point forward to see who's the best team. Because whatever fan base wins, it's going to talk so much shit. It's... (laughs) Rightfully yep. so, it's though, fun. because we've, we've talked so much crap back and forth to one another throughout this. 
Rightfully so. Whoever wins gets to talk their shit. Also, like you, you deserve it. Also, we've had almost over 900 people watching the show tonight. Thank you so much for doing that. 218 likes, folks. Yeah, hit that like Make button. Make sure you hit that like button on it's the way out. It's free. It helps us out a lot. Yeah. Also, you can subscribe to the channel. And, of course, you can come back. We'll have another show tomorrow at 3 p.m. right here, same place. And then Tuesday, 30 minutes before tip-off and post-game as well. We should have some updates, hopefully, maybe, we'll see, by uh, this good sir on the television screen with you. Or on the screen, not television screen. What is this? What is by there? Gerald. What am, I, what am I watching? Local TV? Just call him My his bad. name. Uh, by <laughs> Gerald. Uh, he will be in Denver. He's leaving in the morning, so... Uh, I'm sure he's just going to stay up all night writing the five best things you've seen from tonight's uh, Jokic forearm check. So Yeah. Yeah, so make sure you guys follow along. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. And, of course, you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. Saul, take us home. Man, you ain't got to go home, but you got to go to Denver, Gerald. Stay warm. Good luck. Metro, Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always rep the family.